Welcome to episode 406 of Stolen Droids Podcast. Are sidekicks really as lame as people think? Yeah, some are there for comic relief, and some are just simply terrible. Scrappy-Doo, I'm looking at you. But what about the cool sidekicks? What about the sidekicks who are not only essential to the story, but are also essential to the main character? That's what we're talking about on this episode of Stolen Droids Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. This is the Stolen Droid Podcast. I'm Jake. I'm Colin. I'm Marley. And I'm last! I loved how you're hiding, like, the people who are watching the video can't see it at all. Well, the people who are watching, they're in for a friggin' treat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And that's a good point, because this is actually going to go on YouTube. I know we've been promising it for weeks and weeks <laughs> and weeks, <clears throat> but now it's actually going to happen. What is, the, what is the air quotes for? What are we air quoting? Nothing. For people not watching the video, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. All right. Well, today for our topic, well, first of all, how are you guys doing? How's everybody doing? I'm good. good. (laughs) We'll sleep deprived, but you know, taking a long. So I'm sorry. I didn't expect you to ask me how I was. I'm just, I'm so touched. Wow. I think normally we're, we record at night at the end of the day. Apparently this is what you get early in the morning from us. It's like, Oh, what's going on? Oh, hey. What? It's a wonderful time to be alive. Jakey Jake. Nice. I like it. Zach. Thanks. Oh yeah. Thanks um, for using my proper name too. You can see that. Jake. All right. So today There's we're a talking bunch of construction going on outside my window. So every now and then you guys might hear really loud or mariachi music. Okay. Yep. I'm with you. And that's I'm not a stereotype. You. That's actually that's just that's just what this particular crew seems this to like. Crew enjoys listening to. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's totally fine. Just how it well, is. I thought you were going to say there's a lot of construction going on. So if we hear any baby noises, it's probably the construction that sounds strangely like babies. Oh yeah, there's there. I mean, there is quite a bit of that. You know, um, because there have been a lot of noise complaints. I guess the HOA figured, why don't we use tractors that sound like babies? It's smart. Smart people won't complain because you can't complain about a baby. I know it's like exactly he doesn't he doesn't know any better. <laughs> blame it on the parents, really. I personally blame it on the rain. Blame I blame it, it on the <laughs> a- 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 alcohol, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today we're talking sidekicks. When I think of sidekicks, I think of uh, well, there's a lot that I think about, but. Kicking to the side instead of the front. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think it. about. Yeah, uh, but podcast. I, Good night, I gotta everybody. be honest. It, I there prefer it is. To sweep That's legs. it. Sidekicks done. Sidekicks all done. That's all we need <laughs> to say. No, I think of Sky High, right? Where they're going through and they're make like everybody's showing off their powers. Have you guys seen Sky High? Oh my god! Oh yeah, oh, yeah. of course. Oh, such <laughs> a right. classic. Just want to make sure. When they're all showing off their powers and the gym coach is like putting them in as heroes or putting them in as sidekicks and like nobody wants to be a sidekick and the main character, of course, ends up being a sidekick because he doesn't really have any powers like sidekicks are supposed to be lame, but are they really? 
And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Are sidekicks really as lame as we think they are? Or are they actually pretty heroic and in some cases even more heroic than the hero? Maybe. I don't know. Colin, you look like you have doubts. I, I don't have any doubts. <laughs> that's his go-to face. Because all <laughs> I need to do is say one person's name and I win. All right, what's no. the one person's name? Is one person's no. name Samwise Gamgee. No! Oh, I was way off. Yes! No! That was mine! <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, top of my hold list. On. Hold on. I mean, so, do you guys know where the word sidekick even comes from? No. Tell so, us, Zach. Please educate us. This is coming straight off of Wikipedia. So, take it. So, so you know it's true. So you know it's true. Uh, so it's believed to have originated in pickpocket slang of late 19th and 20th century. The kick was the front pocket of a pair of trousers um, and believed to be the pocket safest from theft. Thus, by analogy, a sidekick was a person's closest companion. Oh, okay. Interesting. So like I am Colin's front pocket. Yeah, we should definitely stick with sidekick instead of front pocket because that sounds weird for some <laughs> reason. Yeah, you can't. You couldn't have weird. Batman walking around with "This is my boy Wonder, my front pocket." Not your yeah, <laughs> wait, hold on, Jim. There's Gordon. already enough oh, questions man. there. We need to talk about this. So what? I think I think we need to talk about Samwise Gamgee, but not yet because I think because I I do think he's a good example of a sidekick who's like way way heroic. But what about, I think the classic, classic sidekick has got to be Robin. You mentioned him, Zach, already Mm -hmm. being Batman's front pocket. Um, (laughs) But, but I like the Robin character. And honestly, I, I like Batman with Robin better than Batman without. I think he does a lot to enhance the character of Batman. Yeah, it's unfortunate that we haven't seen Robin in the movies for a while. Mm -hmm. I agree. Well, especially after the last movie where we got that little tiny teaser of Robin. And mm-hmm. But the, not Robin with Batman. It was Robin very clearly without Batman. Correct. Mm-hmm. Did well, you guys see still, Lego Batman, not, though? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> and that Robin <laughs> yeah. was fantastic. Yes. Oh, my goodness. He's all doe-eyed. <laughs> my name's Richard Grayson, but the other children call me Dick. Children yes. can be so cruel. <laughs> I need to go watch this now. It's, it's so, been a while. It's so funny, but it's, it's so, so great. It's so true. You see the thing with the thing with Robin, original Robin, Dick Grayson, is it gave it gave Batman a greater purpose, right? Because for a right. long time he was the Dark Knight on his own, brood on gargoyles, and then all of a sudden he had this young ward with short shorts who was very much like him. He had parents who, you know, were killed tragically. He was an orphan and he could do backflips. And so Batman takes this, this kid under his wing, uh, I think reluctantly at first. And then, and then you have Robin and then you see Batman growing as a character. So you're, I think you're definitely right. Batman with Robin is better. But yeah. then you see Robin grow under mm-hmm. the tutelage of Batman, and soon he becomes Nightwing. Nightwing. And I think Nightwing, in many ways, is a better person than 
Batman. And if you read the comics, that's what Bruce Wayne believes as well. He believes that if you if you took the attitude and what's the word I want to use? I guess the 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 attitude and way of dealings with things of Superman and mm-hmm. put it in Batman, you would get Nightwing. Yep, I agree. And that's one of the things that I've always liked about the Nightwing character a little bit more than Batman is he's got all the skills. He's a great detective. He's super smart, all of that. But he's not so dark and down in the dumps all the time and dreary. And, you know, he's gone through a lot in his life, too. But because because Bruce took him in and gave him the stability that Bruce didn't really have growing up after his parents were murdered, Dick grew up very differently. and and was able to adjust a little bit a little bit better and be a little bit more stable. Because Batman, yep. I don't know that you could call Batman stable. No, didn't turn out so didn't turn out so well for his second boy wonder, Jason Todd. Not such a happy ending. Negative. But no. it again it again showed well for one thing, that was the fans' fault. Okay. I know which is the most horrible thing in comic book history ever. Like should we kill off Robin? Yes, call in, sure, pay uh, money. Yes, kill him off. We don't yeah. need him. So, so Robin gets killed off. But again, that was such a defining moment for Batman. Mm-hmm. Is was the death of his ward, but not really. Yep. Then he comes it's not back. a spoiler alert. This has been around for like ten years. Jason Todd's alive. <laughs> yeah. It's like what? <laughs> Jason Todd's not really dead. Yeah, pick up a comic. Yeah, Red oh, Hood comes back. Not even a little of this. And now current Robin, Damien, mm-hmm. is his flesh and blood, is his son. Yes. With Talia Al Ghul. Mm-hmm. And is mm-hmm. very, very all about the bloodlust. That's the thing is, this Robin is, I mean, Jason Todd was kind of a hothead. Yeah. But this Robin is the first one who's like, Kill! Right? Because he yeah. was raised by the League of Shadows. And so now you have a Batman trying to, like, dial back his uh, son, sidekick. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Is yeah. this in the is this in the comics still? Are you still talking? Yes. About- yeah, oh, okay. yeah, so, so Damien uh, Wayne. It's in the comics and it's in some of their, like, random short movies. Yeah, it's been in it's been in some of the new DC animated movies, and I think in the Harley Quinn animated series, which are actually pretty dang good. Yeah, they are actually. Yeah, yeah they but are. In they're, the- they're better than most of DC's live action movies, and by most uh-huh. of I mean pretty all much of all of them except Wonder Woman. <laughs> Aquaman was pretty solid too. Yeah. You're talking about the current iteration, right? Yes. Okay, yes, cool. I'm not talking like Dark Knight trilogy. Obviously, is a fantastic trilogy. Yeah. I feel like the it's like Richard its own Donner thing. Movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it is. It's totally its own thing. Green Lantern, of course, was a masterpiece and everyone should go see that a million times. Ryan Reynolds would agree with you. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. I've never seen it. It's uh, really not probably great. for the best. I know. <laughs> it's really not great. <laughs> yeah. So I think Robin, I mean, when you say sidekick, I think he's one of the names that pops in there. And really, when you look at the sidekicks that came in the comic books after Robin, they were all loosely based, at least in look and in style. I mean, you look at Bucky Barnes, who is very similar in look and style to Robin. You look at Kid Flash, Kid Flash, mm. Aqualad. I mean, Aqualad. I feel like you're doing someone <laughs> from the start when you name them Aqualad instead of Speedy Lad. <laughs> Speedy was another one who was just like a Robin Hood version of Robin. Mm-hmm. 
and and so you see these kind of come in and I, and I think at the time the comic book creators because they knew they were writing stories for kids they felt like this was a good way to connect with the younger audience by having these young boys be kind of superheroes in training and these sidekicks but now it's kind of become this joke of the sidekick doesn't really know what they're doing they're not very good even though there's a lot of examples of that not being the case you look at even DC's done it the Teen Titans is a great example you've got the as far as in comics you've got Young Justice which was a great series where these were all basically the sidekicks of these major superheroes who were superheroes in their own right and then you look in in popular media and we look at a lot of sidekicks out there and they're not kind of the lovable losers that we kind of think of them as and I think you look at the 1960s Batman TV series and that's where we really kind of see Robin as kind of being this dork that kind of hangs on there for a while in that image but really in in comics and in other movies that's not always the case with the sidekicks at all they're not these lovable dorks but they're actually very capable and very handy to have around Samwise Gamgee is the ultimate example of a sidekick who in many ways was was just as heroic if not more than the main hero being Frodo well and there's a lot of argument out there that Samwise is the real protagonist of the shows <laughs> or mm-hmm. the, the story I should say because obviously it came from books but and I I, I mean I I don't really dive too deep into those like arguments because I'm just like, you know what? I love Lord of the Rings. Like I just love all of it, like whatever. But I mean, there, there definitely is a point to that, you know, because like Frodo, he would have just, you know, he would have succumbed to the ring a long, long time ago if it wasn't for having Sam right there. Or Gollum would have killed him. Or that too. Yeah. That too. Yeah. Because (laughs) Sam always saw through Gollum and knew that Mm -hmm. he wasn't wasn't ever trustworthy at all. I love I love the character of Sam because I feel like he to me he's the character that we can all strive to be and at the same time he's also a character that we can all identify with really easily because he's not looking for adventure, he's not like this big brave I'm going to stand in front of any fire kind of a character except when he needs to be and it's only when it's stuff that matters, right? Like Mm-hmm. you know when it's protecting frodo yeah he'll get he'll do whatever he needs to do he'll dress up like an orc and face a bunch of other orcs he'll kill a giant spider whatever uh-huh. he needs to do but when it's when it comes down to it he'd rather be back home he'd rather be back in his hobbit hole he'd rather be he wants courting, to go back he, yeah. yeah he wants to go back to his girl <laughs> yeah he wants to be yep. courting rosie he wants to be getting married he wants to be starting a family that's what he wants but he's stuck in the middle of this really awful situation and his whole motivation almost is I'm doing this because I believe there's still good out there and I want to get back to that good. Yeah. And I think that there's a lot to identify there with. And I think we all want to be like Sam, like just always good and reliable and strong. Most of the time I'm probably not as reliable and good and strong as Sam, but I would like to try to be, I guess. Yes, you are Jakey Jake. No, I don't think I am all the time. Like that's all the time. No, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> you know what they say? Gamgees never say die. That's true. They do say that. That's I've seen it. Out there. I've heard that before. Yeah. 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 Samwise Goonie was always one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are some other favorite sidekicks that you guys have out there that that you feel like are great? 
these sidekicks kind of get um what what do I want to say? They they started off as just a way to have exposition, but they've turned into real powerful characters in their own rights. And I'm talking about uh the Doctor's companions. Yes. Yeah. Right? So Doctor all the Doctor Who's have had various companions, various sidekicks, some with differing levels of success than others, but they mm-hmm. all would help the doctor grow in some capacity or another. And the, and I'm, I mean, there is some part of it that's like, you know, having Amy Pond and Rory, there, just two humans out in space so that when some alien attacks, they can go, what happens? And the doctor can go, well, this is what's going on. And, well, okay. David Tennant wasn't Scottish in that. So he, I, I guess I'm messing this up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, and, and David Tennant wasn't the doctor with Amy and Rory. It was Matt Smith. <laughs> Come back, Zach. Come back, though. You're totally right. right. Gosh, dang it! But that's, uh, that's and he's part. my doctor. Um, that's a big part of why the companions were there was for exposition. Like, hey, this is what's going on, mm-hmm. so now the yeah. audience at home can know what's going on. Yep, 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 yep. But then you saw, I mean, you saw like David Tennant's tenth Doctor with with Rose, and the way the character changed and developed there. Or um, Peter Capaldi with my favorite companion, Clara oh, Oswald. Wow! See, I, I feel like you're her. just trying to start a fight with people out there now. Who's your Who's your favorite companion? No, I who's... I love Clara. Clara is one of my favorites. I I I don't think that's a bad pick. I know there's a lot of people that don't really like Clara. Well, then all those people, you know what they can do? No, it's they fun. can just. Go in the comments and, and let us know because you know it's it's good to have this conversation. It's good to have dialogue. <laughs> we want to hear. Like. We, we can do it respectfully. I, I actually, with the twelfth Doctor, I liked Bill a little bit better than Clara, and I'm sad that she only got one season. You know what? I. But I loved Clara too. Clara's. Great. I really liked Bill. I did like Bill. Yeah, I just but I liked... loved Clara. Yeah, like I think I'm in love with Clara. She's got really big eyes. Like a Disney princess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, I think the Doctor's I, companions... I've only ever watched one season of the Doctor. Okay. The Doctor Who, and I... It's I, not the I'm Doctor Who, but that's fine. I mean, that's more than me, Colin, so... Yeah. So, <laughs> the Doctor's companions are a great example. I, I love that example, Zach, because really they do kind of bring him down to Earth, and or her now. But Clara is is a really solid choice because Peter Capaldi's doctor was so disconnected and he really was very aloof. And without Clara there to humanize him, I don't it would have taken a lot to like him. It was but, the eyebrows. Yeah, the eyebrows were amazing. <laughs> but that's, that's a little inside joke for you Hoovians out there. <laughs> It's always about the eyebrows with with number 12 but like he really was very disconnected and i remember there's one episode where he refers to clara as his carer like she's there to care so he doesn't have to and mm-hmm. that really is the role that clara plays and she really connects him and when he asks if he's a good man i think you know she's there to help him understand what he's done that is good so i think clara is a very solid and great companion um and most of the sidekicks or the companions in Doctor Who were very good um, and and respectable sidekicks. My one of my favorites is during the Matt Smith years. 
I think Rory is fantastic because he's like a sidekick to a sidekick, but he's yeah. still like amazing. And then he becomes an immortal robot centurion. I know. And he just waits. He just sits there and waits for, for Amy. And it's just awesome. Cause he loves her. Yep. Cause he, yeah. I always, I always think Rory's just a good, good guy and puts up with a lot. Cause Amy clearly, like, there's moments where you're like, wait, does she like the doctor? Does she have a crush on the doctor? And then there's a whole season where she, where he's like disappeared. Like, he doesn't even exist, Rory. Yeah. And then she remembers and he comes back and everything's great. But yes, I, I love the companions. That's a great example. And now we'll include Marley and Colin in the rest of the conversation. I what, guess. So I guess. What are some other sidekicks that you guys really like? So it's, um, I feel like it's no secret that I'm a huge Marvel geek. I mean, <laughs> just based on these, some of these things on my wall behind me. But I, so I was like, I was really trying to think hard about like a favorite sidekick from, especially like the MCU. There really aren't any sidekicks. I mean, there, there might be like kind of some, but not in like the traditional way. And then like, especially when we were talking about all these DC um, comics people just like a few minutes ago, it's kind of interesting how I feel like DC has, <laughs> did you like DC is like has a lot more like sidekicks, and then mm-hmm. like Marvel doesn't. You guys yeah. notice that? Yes. Not in their not in their movies. It, I, yeah. Marvel sidekicks never really took off because they, they really, have like yeah. Iron Lad and the Patriot and Wiccan and uh, all these guys that are in like the Young Avengers. Yeah. I mean, they exist, but like, I, yeah, of course I'm like talking more like the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of interesting. I think if you're talking MCU, would you guys consider Falcon a sidekick? I would consider Falcon a sidekick. Yeah, I I guess. I would consider War Machine as a sidekick. Okay. Yeah. So I, yeah, I would too. I I think one of the big differences is you look at the time when um, a lot of the DC characters were coming out and when their sidekicks started to appear. Um, you know, you're looking at the 30s, 40s, and even into the 50s. And Marvel took a very different approach when they started taking off in the 60s in how they wanted to attract youth uh, to read their stories. And they, the path they took was to include them in as the main characters. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man in Marvel would have been a sidekick in DC. A teenage boy with superpowers would have been a sidekick. But instead, Marvel said, no, we're going to make him the main hero in his story and in his series. Um, the X-Men is another example. These are all high school age kids with superpowers. They would be normally more sidekicks in DC, but they are the main heroes in the X-Men. And so I think Marvel's approach, instead of doing sidekicks, was, hey, why don't we take these kids with all their inner drama and turmoil that you have as a teenager and make that part of the main story and make them the main characters instead of the sidekicks. And so that's why you don't really see a whole lot of Mm -hmm. the traditional sidekicks in Marvel comics or in the movies. I mean, they're out there. Bucky, of course, in the comics was very much a Robin-esque type sidekick, but we don't see that as much in the MCU. He's more a peer of, which is a shame because Sebastian Stan could pull off those shorts. You know it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you know and it. so and so since like I was trying to think of a of a Marvel character 
I, and I couldn't, I started to think a little more outside of the realm of superheroes. And one person that I thought of, and this is actually kind of on the same, kind of same wavelength as Doctor Who, um, but Sherlock, I thought of Dr. Watson, John Watson. I think he is, I mean, I'm, I'm talking more specific to Sherlock series. I mean, of course, there are many, many inter- iterations of Sherlock and Holmes. But for me, my favorite is Sherlock. And like, I really think that Watson, um, I mean, cause he's, he's intelligent in his own way mm-hmm. and he, I feel like he kind of keeps Sherlock grounded a little bit. Like, um, he kind of tries to be like, Hey, look, this is what's going on and this is what we need to do. Like come back to reality a little bit, you know, and, and then they together can like, you know, use their intelligence and, you know, their whatever they need to do to, to solve the mystery, whatever, whatever's happening. But like, I think Watson is like, he's a good, like he's an excellent companion for Sherlock. I agree. I think he does a lot of the same that the companions do for the doctor and doctor who, and that Watson is us riding along with Sherlock granted a much smarter version than us, but he's riding along with Sherlock and experiencing this through us. So he helps us understand um, from the human side, because Sherlock Holmes is so disconnected from humanity in a lot of ways. And so he helps, John Watson is kind of that bridge between us and Sherlock to help us experience that story from, from his point of view uh, and understand it. Um, but I, I love the John Watson character and especially uh, in the BBC series. Um, mm-hmm. I, Martin I think, Freeman. Yeah. He does a great <laughs> so job as Watson. Great job. Um, someday if they ever make new episodes, uh, it would be, great to see but i doubt they're everyone's point, too I think famous now man yeah, yeah i agree benedict cumberbund is too uh <laughs> i know it's cumberbatch so <laughs> do you know <laughs> the muffin man yes. the muffin man the muffin man <laughs> <laughs> you said do you know call it uh, okay you left it open <laughs> But, yeah, is that but, what that was? Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. But all right, we'll go with it. Sure. <laughs> so, is that the Muffin Man that lives on Drury Lane? Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. The whole on. the thing about a side. What is the? If <sighs> give me a second, got my thoughts here. It seems like we've come up with some specific reasons for sidekicks they're either to and i'm talking about early on in their inception not like what they became right john watson uh was the narrator of sherlock's stories right if you Mm -hmm. read sherlock holmes it is john watson telling Mm -hmm. the story he's writing it down right so he's he's us in that capacity and DC Comics, it became a way to sell to a younger audience. It was basically make the superhero, but smaller. And I think you see that a lot in like Hanna-Barbera cartoons as well with uh, Little Gojira and Mm Scrappy-Doo. They were just miniature versions of the big kids so that little kids would, would like or relate to them. But I think that's so different now. I think now a a good sidekick is I know we use this, the term sidekick as almost like derogatory, but mm-hmm. like a good sidekick is a partner mm-hmm. to yeah. 
um, to the character. Like you could take you could take a series about John Watson, and I think people would watch it and appreciate it. Oh yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Well, speaking of series and sidekicks, like if you watched the old series Mash, one of my favorites, and I know this is probably old for a lot of people. Put it put on the put on the ticker tape down there. Put down in the ticker tape. How old is Jakey Jake? <laughs> but um Mash is one of my favorite shows. And the main character, the main hero in Mash is Hawkeye throughout the whole series, right? And his main sidekick, his main companion is Trapper John in the beginning. And, you know, in the end it ends up being BJ Honeycutt because Trapper John goes home, but they did actually make a whole series that ran for seven seasons called Trapper John MD. That was about the sidekick who was still interesting, who was still a great character. And he becomes the protagonist of his own story and people were interested and watched it for seven years. So I think that there is something there about people do find these sidekicks interesting because they're not just incapable. They're not just these lovable dorks, but they are capable companions we talked about Falcon being a sidekick to Captain America and obviously Winter Soldier to some degree, a sidekick. Uh, and they're getting Captain their America. own series and they're getting their own series and everybody's yep. psyched about it. Now we get to see what they do on their own. And honestly, I love the Falcon character in the MCU. I think he's a, a great character and I think he's very interesting in his own right and he deserves his own series. So I think it's exciting. And I think you're right, Zach. I think we see them more, when we think about sidekicks, we see them more as companions now instead of not not being the, the punchline. Well, I think we we actually see a lot more growth from them as well. You know, they're they're tossed in with a lot more responsibility than your more typical sidekick. And it's it's not as if they're they're all off on like their own side missions. They're all on this main mission not doing any kind of like smaller task. It's, it's more, um, you know, diving in and going to mm -hmm. attack Thanos or. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you look at it, Spider-Man could be the sidekick for the Avengers in the MCU, but he's also the protagonist in his own right. He's got two movies under his belt now. And, um, you know, with Tony Stark being gone, how does he move forward and how does he grow? And I think that's a big part of the story. So I think that that's, Maybe we've gone back to what the original definition of sidekick was, according to Wikipedia, that that's your close companion. It's not just, well, here's this kid that's tagging along with me, uh, like we see in Sky High or in The uh, the Incredibles or uh, even the classic Batman TV series. These are These are individuals in their own right who are very heroic and very capable. Um... And sometimes it's hard to tell who the hero is, like Lord of the Rings, where we say, is Samwise really the main protagonist or is it really Frodo? I think mm -hmm. I think it's Treebeard. I think, personally, Treebeard. Yeah, absolutely. It's either... I think the whole story is really about Merry and Pippin. I don't know why everybody's talking about <laughs> Frodo and Sam. <laughs> well, and the thing I think, too, is that, like, kind of all along this line is that the... The hero and the sidekick, you know, those terms respectively, they complement each other too. Like they're, they're partners, you know, they're kind of like almost two halves of a whole in a way. Um, Cause like 
the, the kind of the theme that I have noticed, um, especially while I was thinking about different sidekicks that I really like from superheroes to other TV shows is that the hero, they tend to get into their head too much. And the sidekick, like kind of keep, like I said a little bit before, like they kind of keep them grounded. They kind of keep them on track. And so they kind of need that balance and they complement each other. So that way they can like get the task done and they can use their skills with each other to take down the bad guy or whatever it is that they're doing. So here, there's a whole subsection of sidekicks we haven't even talked about. Okay, let's hear it. The Disney sidekicks. Like Ooh. the animal sidekicks? Yeah. Exactly. Like Abu, <laughs> Abu or, Genie. or Olaf or Mushu. In in these kind of capacities, the sidekick is just is there as comic relief. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're not necessarily going to move the story along a whole lot. They're kind of really yeah, they are just there as uh, to be funny. Like, I mean, you look at... And cute. Uh, yeah, and cute. I mean, Olaf, we love Olaf. Olaf is great. And probably more than a lot of other modern Disney sidekicks, he is more integral to the story than some of the other... Th- than I they know. are. I think if you took Olaf out, like, the story could stay the same. Yeah, it could. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, it. it I think they could move forward, but he plays a larger role in the movies, I think, than, like, Rapunzel's little... Chameleon. Pascal. 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 Um, I mean, Pascal's always there, and it's funny. And then the horse. Max uh, Maximus. Maximus. Like, they're great sidekicks and they're really fun, but they don't really move they don't they're not as main they're not as much of a main part of the story as I think Olaf is. Maybe not. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. But they well, I mean, if you're if you're talking about sidekicks with main parts of the story, let's talk about Mushu or Genie yeah. or Thilatitis. Yeah. No, these are these are guys who obviously Hercules needed to get his training. Aladdin's all centered around the genie. Mm-hmm. Um Simba just needed like guidance and to like I mean, because he was just super lost. So yeah, uh Rafiki comes in. Yeah. After Timon and Pumba <laughs> ruined it for him. Because <laughs> he was lost, so they just made him more lost. But they were funny. They they are funny to this day. That's oh, true. yeah. And actually, Timon and Pumbaa were, like, the best part of the new Lion King. Movie. Yeah, I totally agree. I thought they were great. <laughs> yeah, Seth Rogen Seth, and uh, Billy Eichner really brought lines it. Wrong. Yeah. What? Some of the best Pumbaa lines weren't in it. Oh. I don't know. Uh, I'm okay with that. I like it when remakes don't just lift the same line from the movie over and over again. Yeah, but this wasn't really a remake. Did you just say Lion King wasn't really a remake? It was pretty much shot for shot. Oh, yeah, that's a remake. That is, yeah. That's like the laziest kind of remake. You can't say something... You can't say something isn't something by saying that it is exactly the definition of that something that you said (laughs) it's not. Sure you can. I just did. It. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> this pump really so is <laughs> Um, but I, I Disney sidekicks—they're very. Um, but I do think that they are necessary. I mean, you, like you said, you mentioned a bunch of them there. You've got the genie. Where would Aladdin be without the genie? Stuck in a cave. 
Yeah. Yeah. Where would, you know, Rafiki's a great example. Hercules, you've got uh, Quasimodo without the gargoyles. Like, those sidekicks really are kind of there as kind of the, like, push in the right direction that, that the main characters need a little bit. And then you have, like, I guess with Pocahontas, she had the raccoon and the hummingbird. So I guess what we're coming up to is if you're a, a sidekick in a Disney movie, if you're an animal, you're useless. You're <laughs> just there to make us laugh. Well, but... but Like Turk and tar- Tarzan. Like Turk and Tarzan. Oh. <laughs> but there is, the there is Sebastian in Little Mermaid. He's not the sidekick. Flounder's the sidekick. Okay, fine. Yeah. What, what about Jiminy Cricket in Pinocchio? <laughs> Insects get a pass. Insects get a pass. <laughs> so that that actually works for me because you look at the cricket in Mulan. I absolutely believe insects get a pass because the cricket was amazing. The lucky cricket. cricket. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> what about? Yeah, so I guess. What about like insects, villain sidekicks? Yago? Okay, villain sidekicks. War, yeah, like just like Disney pain or and just panic? in general. Who? Pain and Panic. I love Pain and Panic. Yes. From I'm pain. I panic. Uh, reporting for duty. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got the you got the three hyenas for Scar in the oh, yeah. Lion King. Bonsai, Shenzi, and Ed. Well, yep. and again, these are Ed. all com- these are all comic reliefs. Like even the villain sidekicks, like they're there to provide that comic relief too. I think. Yeah, and maybe that's you, Disney's way of like kind of lightening things up a little bit because we all know Disney can't get too dark, yeah. you know. So we can kill all the parents, but we can't get too dark. No, yeah. the villain can't be too bad, so they have to have these little silly sidekicks. I love that all the parents yeah. always die. Could you could you imagine if Judge Frollo had a, a funny little sidekick in? Uh, Hunchback. Freaking Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, Hunchback of Notre Dame, though, is such a different movie, especially for the time frame for Disney, because it was really heavy compared to a lot of the other Disney movies in the 90s. Like, it was yeah. dark. Uh, but yes, Judge Frollo with a with a sidekick would have been... Like this funny little ruined. raven that follows him around. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it, Judge Frollo. And like it, and like throughout the whole movie, he's always like, "Yes, <laughs> get him." But at the end, he's like, "That's too much for me, man." <laughs> Does he actually talk in it? Sexual assault is where I draw the line, Mother. No, there's, there's, there's no talking Raven. In- I haven't seen Hunchback like in decades. No, there is no talking Raven. I'm saying this is oh, okay. this is the sidekick. This is, he this is the sidekick he would have had. Oh. It was scrapped, the whole idea. It wasn't ever really an idea, but it should have been. It would have been great. would have been great. Um, yeah, so Disney sidekicks, I think, are, are there largely for... His name is Colbert. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I like it. Colbert, find the gypsies. Well, then you've got, you've got the hawk for the guy in Mulan. Or the falcon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what's the guy's name? Yeah, no, it's really buggy. Sean Yu? Yes. Oh, yeah. That sounds right. The only thing I know is all of China knows he's here. Yes. <laughs> That's true. And then, he, and then the guy dies, so it's fine. Um, so what are, 
so we've talked about our, our favorite sidekicks. We've talked about Disney sidekicks. Now we want to know from you, dear listener slash viewer, what are some of your favorite sidekicks? Who did we miss? Who did we not cover? Um, I, I noticed, and I wondered if it would come up the supernatural, the, the brothers, but how do you pick one as a sidekick and one is not the sidekick? No, I, I guess think no, 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 no. Castiel is the sidekick to the Castiel brothers. is the sidekick okay. to the brothers. Yeah, that's I Good actually call. thought of that one earlier because you know we have if we're gonna have a, a talk about Doctor Who and Sherlock, we have to bring in Supernatural because don't you guys know the thing on Tumblr Super Who Lock? Are you oh, at yeah. all familiar? Okay, I'm like it's it's a it's a three thing. Like you have to have all three. <laughs> Say it. What super who lock? It's no. a three way, <laughs> or a threesome. <laughs> the minute, yeah, the minute he said "say it," I knew where it was going. It's freaking Tumblr, man. <laughs> no, of oh course. yeah, oh yeah. But no, well, I guess Tumblr's I... cleaned up its act recently. Yeah, yeah. I actually thought of Lame. that one earlier. You too, sounded but... <laughs> really disappointed about that, Marley. You're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't been on Tumblr in years. I, now I my really... mom's on Tumblr. It's like. Yeah. Once the ah. old people start getting there. See, I'm not on Tumblr yet, so you're safe. TikTok's gonna expire in only a matter of time then. <laughs> TikTok. That's okay. Just kidding, Zach. It's not okay. Zach's, <laughs> Zach is on his way to become a, becoming an international TikTok superstar. I'm not. I haven't uploaded in like two, three weeks or something like that. Oh, good. I don't feel bad because I haven't gone in and watched any of your videos for two or three weeks, but I try to keep an eye out for him. But <laughs> wow, there's a good you friend guys. reference. Do you right. oh, the yeah. do you sign like that around Joey, your kids, Jake? Joey, Joey, Jeez. I love Don't. Joey. Joey and Phoebe um, are the sidekicks and friends. That's true. Or, um, it's absolutely true. Duncan, not Duncan, Duncan the uh, Gunther. No, Gunther. Gunther. Yeah. Sorry, that's what the I guy, was going to say. Wait, Gunther's not right. <laughs> Gunther's the poor, sidekick and friend. Poor Gunther. Oh, he no. totally is though. Well, no, hold on, hold on. Never gets the I know we're about either. to end, but who yes. are the who are bad sidekicks? Who are the the sidekicks that are just clearly there for marketing purposes? Like I think I think Scrappy Doo, terrible sidekick. Yeah. And and honestly, up until recently, within the last 10, 15 years, Superboy was a horrible sidekick. Because it was just like, well, where does he fit in? Because Superboy the last of the of Krypton then anyway, hmm. Superboy. I mean, he was just a younger version of Superman yeah. um, and clearly just there for marketing. But now uh, he's a younger, angrier version of Superman. Yeah. And his costume, he wears the black t-shirt with the red S like it's just cooler. Anyway, I would say, so in the flash TV series, TV series, not well, careful, everything else, kid flash Wally West. You don't think he, he's a good sidekick? No, I think he was the worst sidekick. He's just, I don't know, he's just so annoying to me. Okay. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know, he seems kind of pointless and he just, I don't know. They also recently went down this whole, like, hippie version of him. Mm. And it's real creepy. Huh. I haven't I seen, like, know. the last, like, two seasons yeah, I I dropped out of CW a long time ago. It's still another, got me hooked. Another sidekick that was just there for marketing purposes, Slimer from Ghostbusters. Like in the original movies, in there for like two or three minutes, 
That's it. And then like in the the series series. everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's just for marketing. He brings nothing to anything. No, he just slimes everything. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, or, um, snarf in Thundercats. Yes. That's another new one. Yeah. Like they just need to sell toys that can make noise. Yeah. They're like, they're like, so we've got the cats all here. Which one is Cringer that turns into Battle Cat? Oh, well, uh, how about Snarf? Yeah, and he doesn't turn into Battle Cat, so he's not even cool. No, he's just Snarf. <laughs> he's just he's just like the lame version of Cringer. It's, yeah. it's awful. Yeah. Well, all right, guys. Yeah. Well, we want to hear, hear from you guys, the listeners. Who are some of your favorite sidekicks? Who did we miss? Who should we have covered? We want to know. Leave your comments below the video. Uh, you can also send your feedback to an email address that we have. What is it again, Colin? It's scrolling right below you. I what know, if Colin? they're not watching? <sighs> feedback at com. Perfect. <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, go and follow Zach on TikTok. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening and be good to each other. Yeah, thanks, guys. Get out of here. Bye. Bye. See See you later. Take us out. Take us Goodbye out. Bye now. Oh. But, yeah, I yeah. forgot. Yeah, Let's listen you. to the no. outro. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye now. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Da, 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 da. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> Adios, muchachos. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production. Man, don't do it, Judge Frollo.